Welcome to the Essential Prepper Podcast. This is Mama Couts, and I am so thankful that you have joined me today to learn about how to get your family ready for what if. Hello, it's Mama Couts again. I hope you were having an amazing week. Uh, I'm doing coffee on the porch again this week. Um, I wanted to share with you five levels of preparedness. I wrote this blog blog article a few years ago and I wanted to do a little refresher with everybody and get you ready for what if. Um, Some things that are in the news that are concerning me right now, well, really cool was the Southwest Airlines walkout weather issue. (laughs) That was amazing and I support them 110%. I'm so proud of them for standing up for what they believe in. Um, I do believe that the, um, I do believe in medical freedom, right? I believe in medical freedom and I believe that it should be a person's choice. So, um, I'm not going to elaborate too much on that, but I do believe in medical freedom and, and my husband, Lord willing, will not have to get it. I don't know what that looks like in our future because he does work for an international company. Um, so I'm just hoping and, and with a bunch of blue collar workers, which tends to be, um, they tend to lean on the on the conservative side. I'm wondering what that looks like for them if they do decide what you know to mandate the the jab for their employees. Um, the other thing that is still really in the news, and I'm hearing a little bit of chatter about ruining Christmas because we're not going to have goods to buy for gifts um, with the um, shipping containers being held up at ports. And I want people to reevaluate their Christmas and meaning behind it if that is something that they're concerned about, okay? I think that if they're saying, if if people are concerned about Christmas being ruined because of that, they need to take a deeper look inside themselves. Um, There are other ways to give gifts. You can give time. You can give um, memberships to zoos or, or science centers. There's other ways to give without going to Walmart and buying toys. So that's all I'm gonna say about that. Let's get to what we are talking about today, the five levels of preparedness, which I have a blog post I will link below for you to read so you can either take notes from what I'm talking about today or you can go and read that. Um, So I actually have six. I started at level zero because level zero is where you don't have anything. You don't have any extra food stored. You don't have any extra water stored. You don't have any way to purify water. You don't have any um, way to produce food. You don't have any self-defense. You're just probably living in New York City and getting Uber Eats, which is fine. I, My son and daughter-in-law lived there and it was a great <laughs> um, experience for them for a few years, but I was a very uh, concerned mom most of the time because they just were not in that thought process. Um, so level one is when you're ready for an emergency, such as an ice storm, short-term, something short-term, um, that's maybe only about a week or two long. Um, again, same son and daughter-in-law now live in an RV and their RV park was flooded and eight units were lost. Eight units went down the river and the roads were flooded out and they could not leave their RV park for two days. This is something that would fall under that, um, that scenario. Uh, you got two weeks of food. You have a way to heat your home without relying on the power for two weeks. You have a wood stove or little buddy heaters with propane, something like that. You're able to cook, again, little buddy, um, not the heater, the propane with like a little propane um, cook stove like you use for camping. We actually have um, 
the um, Blackstone, which I love. Love, love, love the Blackstone. Um, you have first aid kits. You probably don't have any self-defense at this level. And you would have to leave home or find, maybe go to a hotel or go somewhere to get assistance after the two weeks if, the, if it was a prolonged scenario. Um, at level two, you can go a whole month with like a hurricane. Um, you've got a generator, you have a month's worth of food, you have a month's worth of prescriptions, you have batteries and radios for, for um, batteries for radios and flashlights, and you have home self-defense. And then let's go to level three. So level three would be three months of survival. For example, martial law, pandemic, or earthquake, which I kind of find funny because what this pandemic ended up being is not what I envisioned it to be. I think uh, Contagion was probably the movie that planted that seed and what I thought the world was gonna look like with a real pandemic. Um, and it just was kind of not that. Uh, you got three months worth of food. You can purify your water. You have a way to defend yourself in your home. You have wood for heat. Uh, communication such as a ham radio or a CB, there is a neighborhood watch, and you have three months of your prescriptions. And then at level four, you can probably do a whole year with an economic collapse or a currency devaluation type of scenario, which I feel like I'm definitely at level four. I could probably be at level five. Um, you have short-term and long-term food supplies. You have a garden. You know how to garden. You've read up on how to garden and you've done it before you get to this because it's a learning curve, huge learning curve on gardening. Uh, you have small animals such as chickens, goats, or rabbits, which we are going to be getting chickens here again pretty soon. We are kind of out of that because of where we, we just got to Tennessee a few months ago. So uh, you have herbal knowledge. Something I really want to learn more about is herbs. So if you have a good resource for that, will you comment below? Um, herbal knowledge and how to replace your prescriptions if it gets to that. You have a dog for security and you have 24-hour security rotation with other people in your home. Um, and you can be ready to bug out if the situation really deteriorates. You also have a way to homeschool your children, which I feel should be at level two anyway. Especially in this day and age. So then level five, you can survive indefinitely, which I'm thinking you're probably on some big piece of acreage in the middle of Montana or the woods somewhere. You're not going to be in your local HOA because that's just, this is not going to happen. This level, you won't, you won't be living in an HOA with neighbors. You have a fully functioning large garden and small farm for food. Uh, you're able to can and store your harvest. You're able to harvest seed for the next growing season. Uh, raising um, multiple generations of farm animals, meaning you have a rooster, so you can have chicks, um, or the, you know, obviously male and female of any animal that you have. 10,000 rounds of ammo per uh, weapon. You have horses for travel, um, which that's something I would have to learn to overcome that fear, because I am fearful of horses, and I don't really, I've got some trauma from when I was nine, I think. Um, you're able to generate your own fuel, like you have biodiesel alcohol, solar power bank with the deep storage batteries, which obviously this depends on where you live. Uh, North Idaho, you're probably not going to need use solar a whole lot because it's not very sunny there, but Tennessee, we get lots of sun here. I think that we would be okay with solar. Uh, you have a natural on-site water source. Like I would prefer to have a pond versus a, a river because uh, it's easier to um, defend. Like a river, you don't know what's going to happen upriver. Um, you have a home-based business to generate income. 
whether that, and I'm not talking probably at this level or we're not talking about Etsy. <laughs> we're talking about something that you've been able to build with your hands that you could maybe barter with. Um, you're able to, you know, my oils are something that I can totally barter. I have lots and lots of oils in my back stock and I can also use that to help others because that's a skill I have, right? So people can come to me and be like, hey, I have this issue, can you help me? And I can be your apothecary in that sense. Um, you're able to build new buildings and repair existing ones. You have those tools for that and maybe some back stock of lumber or wood or scrap or something like that. Um, you're prepared for minor surgery or childbirth at home. Now, this is something that has come to my attention. I do have two um, women that are of childbirthing age and I need to get that birth at home kit ready um, if we ever need it. And then you're able to maybe make your own clothes without power. You are able to spin wool or, or something like that. So those are my five-ish, six levels of preparedness. Um, I'm gonna leave the link to this blog post below so that you can go back and read it yourself because I kind of ran through it really fast. But just gives you something to think about. Like, where are you? Do you have your long-term and short-term food storage? Can you, you know, can your food if you don't have power? Um, do you have a way to cook food if you don't have power? Those are all kinds of things that we all need to be thinking about, especially going into winter. And with what I keep hearing, the phrase dark winter, I don't know what that means. I don't know if I want to know what that means. I think that there's people that have been chosen to know all the things and there's people that have been chosen to know some of the things and some people that have not been chosen at all. And I feel like I'm kind of in the middle. Um, I don't want to be fearful. I'm not going to make videos about, oh my gosh, the world is ending and the sky is falling and you need to go do this. Um, I don't like those fear-based like taglines. I don't like those fear-based um, clickbait, if you will. So um, I just, what you see here is what you get. What me sitting here drinking my coffee talking with you on the porch is what I would be doing if you were sitting across from me. Um, what I want to talk about here is what I would talk about with you if we went to coffee. And so um, if there's something that you want to talk about, link it below or comment below and I will um, use that for a future video. So anyway, I hope you all have a great week. I hope that I've helped you in some way today. And um, oh, and really quick, I do have a free online essential oils for preparedness course that um, I'll leave the link below for that too. And that's totally free. Um, and it's at, uh, five days, but it's at your own pace online. I think it's no, there's no videos. There might be a video or two in there, um, but it just kind of gives some tips on some of my favorite oils and what to use for certain situations. Um, and if you have questions about oil specifically, email me at oils at mommacouts.com and I will email you because I can't talk candidly because of the FDA. That's a whole other situation. So if you have questions about oils and want to know if a certain oil is good for a certain thing or what certain thing you need an oil for, I would love to help you with that because I can't speak real openly on here because the FDA doesn't like it. So anyway, I'll leave the link below for the blog post and the course and uh, have a great week. See you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you have any questions about essential oils and preparedness, join us over on Facebook, The Essential Prepper. It's a community of like-minded individuals all learning about how to use oils in their preparedness plan. Also, if you want to go to mommacouts.com forward slash free essential preparedness ebook, you will be able to get an excellent 
information-packed ebook all about essential oils and how to use them in your preparedness plan. Anyway, have a great week and I will see you next time. Bye-bye.